0: Yeah, so hello everyone. Uh, my name is Vikas Agrawal. I am the founder of AIF and PMS Experts India. So firstly, I would like to uh, thank all the participants for taking the time out from their busy schedule and joining in today. So today is a very special day because we have with us Mr. Ramdev Agrawal. Uh, well, I was uh, part of the Motila Loswal Asset Management Business and uh, I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough to, to kind of having worked closely with him and during my stint out there and I learned a lot. So he's like my investment guru. So I'm grateful that he's, he could manage to take out the time from his busy schedule and join in today. Uh, so basically uh, what we're going to do is uh, we'll have uh, a few minutes of discussion and then uh, we'll have the presentation followed by that. So if you have any questions, please type in your questions in a Q and a box, not in the chat box. There's a Q&A box on your right hand side. Uh, on the top below. So, you can type in your question there. So, uh, let me uh, welcome Mr. Ramdeoji. Uh, Ramdeoji doesn't need any sort of introduction. Uh, he has over 40 years of uh, experience in terms of equity, equity investing. I would say he's the most respected name in the industry when it comes to equity, one of the finest brains for equity investing. Ramdeoji has been writing a wealth creation study also. So, he's been writing this study for over 25 long years now. And at the same time, he's also been instrumental in terms of defining the investment philosophy, which is called buy, right and sit tight uh, at Motila Loswal. And he's also developed the framework called QGLP, which is nothing but quality growth, longevity and the price. So after uh, spending 40 uh, years in the industry, uh, he has sort of developed his own expertise and uh, he's also able to. Uh, uh, build an AUM of 1,000 crores, more than 1,000 crores, His individual AUM. Uh, uh, I'm talking about his own uh, wealth. So I think uh, uh, he could manage to understand what is called power of compounding in the early stage of his career. And as a result of that, he's able to, to you know build this kind of uh, assets. So today we'll speak to him and uh, understand more about how do we create wealth? Uh, how do we compound it uh, more so? So uh, Ramdevji, thank you so much for accepting our request and, uh, and joining the call. We run this show called Ask the Expert at AIF and PMS Experts India. And we do it more frequently. So the whole idea is to educate and empower investor community as a whole. So we don't put any sort of oblig- obligation on any of the investors that they'll have to sort of, uh, you know, build a business relationship with us. But at the same time, we've taken this lead of educating investor community as a whole. And this is something I have learned from you. Uh, so thank you so much once again for joining in Ramdevji. And uh, 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 my first question is, uh, and the format of the show, I've already uh, shared with you that, you know, we'll have a presentation and then followed by that q and So my first question is, Ramdevji, since you've spent almost uh, 40 years, if you could uh, share your experience about equity investing to begin with, and then we'll come to uh, the presentation.
1: Yeah, so equity investing. Uh, I don't know from where I started, but uh, maybe when I was doing CA, you know, you could understand. I could understand what is the power of good equity. See, equity is very. I mean, it can be both ways. When you start a business, you can be a Tata builder money, or you can be a uh, you know nondescript you know bankrupt guy on the street. It can be both ways, you know. I mean, so but equity has that capability. It's exponential. It works either way. It, it goes to infinite. It goes to zero. The issue. So this this power I knew uh, right from beginning as a charter accountant. And uh, so, 1990 I bought the first stocks, and uh, I could you know I started reading balance sheets. So uh, that's how I I could get some understanding of the businesses. Uh, difference between good business, bad business, difference between good management, bad management, and difference between good price and bad price. So when you have all the three good, good business run by good management and a good price means low price. When you have all these three, which is what is QGLP is, you know, you're you, you are bound to make money. Now, the luck is also required, you know, in the, in the equity making money, uh, at times you require a bit of luck. So, uh, during your invested period, you know something crazy to happen, maybe some law has changed, maybe some new contracts have come, maybe the economic growth has accelerated, you know, uh, or uh, management has gone suddenly a big contract. So, something happens in the companies, if you have bought at low price, I mean, all the options are open. Normal profits definitely will come. But in some companies, you'll find abnormal profits coming in for which you are not paid. The real thing is you're not paid for it. See, when you externally see a lot of companies, they make extraordinary profit, but you pay extraordinary price. Then there is no equity return, I would say. The that, that extra return is not going to come. So you have to buy equities uh, and don't pay full for it. And equity, is, equity market is one place where 10 rupee things sells for 100 and 100 rupee things are available for 10. You got to have an eye, the difference, understanding difference between price and value. So price is what you pay, value is what you get. So this is, these are a few things I understood. And lately, you know, post 91, 92, I started understanding the power of compounding. That in equities, you cannot time the market. You have to just remain invested and do your best what you have. You know, what has become expensive, you can sell and always look for new ones, but keep doing that chart. And finally you'll get caught at the top of the market. Don't worry, it is not going to kill you. It, there'll be a loss of 40, 50% your 10 uh, crore uh, portfolio become 5 but very quickly next 12 months you will be higher than 12. So, but then who wants to go through this rhythm? There are very few people who would like to see their portfolio going half and again recovering. No, nobody wants to see that and that is the biggest problem in investing in equities. Nobody wants to see that decline and Good. I'm pretty comfortable, personally I'm very comfortable. You know, uh, I've seen four times 50%, more than 50% decline and I know these things happen and you can't time it. So the moment you go to time it, you don't get the top and obviously you don't get the bottom. Uh, and, uh, but when you don't do this must be, so when I started buying the stocks, it was 100 cents. Today it's is 59,000 uh, cents. So you get every bit of it if you're not out of the market. But the moment you are out of the market and few good days, you're out of the market. I think your, your return will not be even half. So, knowing this maths of what is the cost of staying out, you know, is uh, I mean, these are a few things I learned about equities and uh, equities is one good fund which is every day it's new. So many new companies are coming like we are attending two or three IPO meets every day. You know, my diary is full of IPO companies. So, uh, and three months back there was no IPOs. So, these are all changing times. All digital companies are coming in and suddenly there's influx of it. It's a completely digital world. It looks like India is, you know, so in the seas for uh, digital economy. So uh, the times keep changing. Sometimes it is about the banking companies, sometimes it's about real estate company. Sometimes it's about software companies. Now this is the time, this is the era of digital companies. So you have to find your pick and figure out where exactly the exponential is there and take your bets. So equity is very, you know, every day you're learning. Even now I'm learning as intensely as ever. So that's a fun part of it.
0: Sure. So, last two questions before we uh, start the presentation, sir. Uh, so, how was your experience during the 90s, uh, Ramdiyaji, when, when you attended Baksher Hathway's AGM and met Warren Buffett?
1: Yeah. So, because, you know, what happened was till 94. I started in 87, Mudra Oswald. But, uh, six, seven years, we didn't have money, we didn't have any scale. But, we had a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of enthusiasm. And uh, we th- I used to think that we are smart guys, because they char accountant, we can read balance sheet, we can talk to any company, we can attend. So I used to, we definitely had advantage, but still we were no good. I mean, like, uh, I would not say fools, but we were like a KG student, you know. When I first time I heard about Buffett, read his annual reports, I realized, we don't know anything of investing, you know. And that's from where that scaling up of understanding the equity investing, that happened. We started doing our well patient studies, started reading books, day by day, year by year, month by month, we started becoming better. And uh, <clears throat> now I would say that now it has become globally of the internet, everything, everywhere people are reading about equities. Uh, Every I mean, you can read the same thing which I am reading. It, it depends on, uh, you know, what is the urge and time you spend on reading that. But that time, uh, it was very different when we started. So uh, 90s were very different, it was very inefficient market because the investors were inefficient or not knowledgeable. So if you have fools in the market, market will be inefficient. And one or two, say all these FIs and all they started coming, they minted money because they are coming from US and more developed markets. Now uh, the, the concepts, the understanding of the equities, valuation of equities, they're all as good as anywhere in the world and hence the advantage the professionals had in the 90s, that advantage is not there. Today, retail has the same power. A lot of CB has done a lot of things which, are, which has leveled the power of retail and institution. Institution still has some more access to the management and those kind of things. But I think uh, bulk of the data, data advantage is gone. It's all an analytical advantage or maybe a little bit of corporate access. But otherwise, I think uh, it's a very democratic flat world for retail as well as institution.
0: Yeah, you also talked about uh, you started uh, uh, focusing on power of compounding in your 90s, which is 94, 95 uh, after attending this uh, AGM. So, so Ramaji, uh, for the benefit of our investors, if you could just uh, uh, throw some more lights on power of compounding because it's an eighth wonder. Uh, what you know, Albert Einstein rightly said, and those he who understands it, earns it, and those who don't, pays for it. So, if you could just throw some more lights on that for for the benefit of our investors,
1: it might be the age wonder, but for me, this is the only wonder which works for me. <laughs> rest, all are you know kind of a, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say travel sites or something like that. But this wonder is uh, invaluable, you know. So, what happens? It's a very simple thing. Uh, your money doubles in, uh your money doesn't double at ten percent. Doesn't double in ten years. It, it doubles in seven years. And how do you figure out? So uh, you figure out by dividing it by seventy-two. Seventy-two divided by percentage gives you number of years to double, and seventy-two divided by uh, number of years gives you percentage which will double. So this simple thing to figure out how uh, if you want to if you want to uh, do your money hundred x. see you are young and you have a crore today, uh, and uh, say you have. 25 years ahead of you and uh, you want to do 100x uh, 100x in say next 20 years. So what is the uh, 1 crore I have, I want 100 crores after 20 years. So what is the compounding? Compounding is
0: 25%. 25%.
1: Yeah, so that, understand that every year if I keep growing my money at 25%, my money will become 100x. 1 crore will become 100, 100 crores. That's how actually we made money. I mean, I'm sure I must have, I don't have exact data, but I must have compounded about 27-28% in the beginning, in uh, 90s to 2000, uh, like that.
0: Initial, so years.
1: initial 10, years, 15, 20 years, I would have done it about 25-30%. Then, of course, you know, uh, we started becoming more cautious and money also becoming bigger. So we might be doing now 15-20%, but at 15%, you can do in five years, double, in 10 years, four times, in 20 years, 16 times. So that understanding that I'm... I can tell you if if because if you tell me you have 10 crores today, I can tell you in equities what it will be in 10 years time. It will be 4x minimum. I give, I bet. I mean, if you have 10 crores, you will be 40 crores for sure. If not more, you are a smart guy. It might be 50 crores, 60 crores. But so that knowing where you are going, and that comfort should be there. Market is down up. Uh, Puchhanta celebration ka down ka matam to <laughs> <laughs> so, इतना इतना that is the confidence i have in my uh, what you call in indian equities and uh, maybe a little bit of my own stock picking uh, this thing, uh, or my managers now my money is managed by my managers so I have that confidence that yes, we'll do a uh, uh, bit of outperformance, underperformance, but 15 percent compounded, of course we'll do. So that faith uh, allows me to be very peaceful, and uh, that is what is required, the base 40 years, equities have done for 15 and a half percent. There is no reason for next 15 years, or 10, 15, 20 years we'll do any less. But I mean, the, the probability of you doing better than 15 and probability of doing one or two percent lower. Both are safe. Both are You know, so so that's the power of compounding. Literally, you can see your future, which is not possible otherwise. So, Ramadanji, so uh, last question. So uh,
0: during your 90s, did you ever imagine or thought? that you will make more than 1,000 crores and you will earn more than 1,000 crores from stock markets.
1: Not, not in 90s because 90s the base was very small. Think about, see when you are, see abhi dekhe, why I would, see the point is that in 1990 I had 15 lakhs. In 1993 I had 30 crores. So this is magical place hai to, se Kitna magic ho, 92 I mean, we had become very rugged to see up and down, but we knew that money is there, a lot of money is there. I think the real difference between us and others is that we have a lot of patience because we want to do right way. We don't want to do speculation. No way. I'm not so, a ever. So, you don't want to leverage this, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it a, dig- ka a- dig- little ka slow. But it's a long time. Our process is a long time. So, okay. If you do it in five years, I will do it in 10 years. But it's solid. Hope. I will reach there and I will sustain there. The beauty is that my, my growth and my uh, balance sheet will be very sustainable which is a very different thing than perspective aaj upar kal niche woh
0: yeah great great randhi so i think these new generation guys who are entering in this market now they are able to visualize what you were not able to visualize during that time at least aaj aap bol rahe ki 40 saal ka 15 saal ka dekh agle 40 saal to dikh raha hai ki hoga you know aur agle 20 saal to 100% acha hoga usse acha hoga
1: bolta hu aap bahut it's like a Pata nahi. Breakdown ga, ga, nahi. But now, I would not say India is a Mercedes, but it's a brand new Cresta. You know? So we are we, we are in a very reliable uh, Toyota car, you know, so it will definitely reach the destination and very comfortably
0: reach the destination. So I would say that these new guys are uh, lucky enough to at least, a- at least able to visualize what you you were not able to visualize during that time. You didn't have any idea about where the economy is headed. You had no idea at that point of time when you started investing in equity. The mm-hmm. kind of clarity that we have at this point of time and age is in our side. I'm sure this power of compounding can do wonders. So uh, I'm sure uh, all the investors who are there on the call. So they're about it's a house full now. They're about more than 200. I'm sure uh, all of them are listening to this, uh, the kind of power the compounding has. So we'll start the presentation, sir. Uh, if you, uh, we have 15 minutes for the presentation and then again, we'll take more questions from the investors. Sure. So uh, investors, uh, the one in announcement from my end, if you have any questions, please type in your questions in Q&A box. You may start typing uh, now only so that I'll start taking those questions. Thank you.
1: So uh, don't bet against India. Sensex may hit. 2 lakhs in 10 years. Okay. So this is a header. We had made it uh, uh, three, four months back when it was about, index was about 49,000. I think it is was there in the other state. And uh, so uh, we, uh, we said, how to look at next 10 years, you know, because most of the investors, they would like to have a little preview of how to look at next 10 years. So we thought, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Buffett presented last year, don't best bet against America. You know, uh, and he had a compulsive argument. What America has achieved in the last 100-200 years? So we said we should looked at our own fundamentals, and he said, "I think for people like us, local peoples, I think India is a terrific story, and I would personally say, don't bet against India." So.
0: Yeah. You can so make- predict-
1: yeah, yeah, prediction is dangerous, especially of the future. Please keep in mind. We are talking about a little bit of next five, ten years. Things may turn out to be significantly better or significantly worse. That's quite possible, but it's fun to at least visualize. And there is no better way to visualize future than uh, uh, than by the by whatever has happened in the past. There is no other way to figure out the future. And so re- reviewing past 10 years. So uh, better than world, but not as good as China uh, in last uh, 10 years. And uh, if you look at from 2010, the world was 66 trillion. Now it is about 82-85 80 85 trillion. So it's a very continuously prospering world. And uh, China has, of course, created a kind of record. India grew a little slower in last 10 years. And uh, so this is in terms of dollar terms. But our own growth must have been about seven-eight percent But it, it comes in dollars it turned out to be only 4%. Whereas China grew at about 8% dollar terms and world grew at about two percent Can India be the next China? Most indicators are favorable. India the next trillion oil story. You know, what has happened is that uh, India took 60 years to become a trillion oil uh, in 2007, 2008. Then second trillion came in next seven years. Third trillion came in next seven, eight years because uh, thanks to COVID, we got delayed by two years. Now every trillion will come in four, three to four years, and and seventh or eighth will come in just one year. So you know that's the power of uh, compounding. What it does is that when when the per capita income is about thousand, hundred is the discretionary and essentials are nine hundred. So in economic activity broadly is uh, about hundred dollars. I mean the discretionary part of it. When the per capita GDP goes from 1,000 to 2,000. The discretionary is from 100 to 1,000. And essentials remained about 1,000. So basically, a doubling of GDP per capita is a 10x consumption growth in discretionary. And this is what is going to be driving a lot of businesses underlying. And businessman himself doesn't know how the hell it is doing so well. Look at the stock market. I mean, mother, say small business, broking is a very small business. You see the amount of turnover we are doing today. I mean, it is, I mean, in 2000, when I started my uh, career, it was 2000 crores per day. And today, hold your breath. Tomorrow morning, you check the paper. The Today's turnover will be 125 lakh crores. 125 lakh crores. I mean, I can, uh, I can tell you just now uh, 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 how much we have traded. Uh, uh, the data is so good here. I, I don't know in any other country you will find this. Today we traded 128 lakh crores, nominal value of all the trades. So this is the kind of, I mean, 125 was the all time high. Today was super all time high, you know, higher than last high. So 128 lakh, only the FNO. Another one or one half, two lakh crores will be cash. So 130 lakh crores must be yesterday's uh, trade. So today's trade. So this is the kind of exponentially we are seeing in the stock market. God knows what is going to happen in when we go from $2,000 to four dollars or $5,000 in the next 10 years. So that's the kind of game I'm talking about. Where is that uh, uh, all the businesses which are going through? And that's where you should be present. Another big story is expect. See, savings is a cumulative character. So last 10 years, India saved about US uh, 10 trillions of savings happen and hence that much got invested. In next 10 years the savings are going to be more like 13 to 15 trillion dollars. So the the last 10 years savings are already there in trillions and now you are going to add up another 12-13 trillion dollars of uh, 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 savings. So this is what okay. so, uh, so the savings story is even bigger because next on top of whatever you have saved in last ten years, the next ten years is going to be double of what we have saved in last. So, the ne- the the big opportunity is in the savings and investments in next ten years, and that's why all the institutions of savings, whether it is a whether it is a bank, whether it is mutual fund, uh, insurance company, they are all doing very well. Ah, okay. So, <clears throat> okay. So that's a next and thing. Then second is the democracy. India is the largest democracy in the world, and it has really one single market. Whether so it is a income tax, GST, Aadhaar, Russian card, mobile number, bank account, everything is one. So one income tax. So it's a it's a huge one cohesive market of uh, 1.3 billion people. Then demography. It is the youngest demography in the world, and uh, Almost 40 percent of the people are below 20, uh, 20, 20 years, and 85 percent of the population is below 50. average age is about 27, 28 years. So this is the youngest possible country in the world. Third uh, again, the income levels. I mean, in 2005, 69 percent of the people were below uh, poverty line. Uh, 2018, 43 percent, it is the best story in the world. In 2030, which is the period of our investment, barely 15 percent of people remained below poverty line. One out of four, four, households they consume today. Uh, in 2030, one out of two households they consume. So I think this is an exponential consumption, which we showed in the next year or so. It just confirms that. Digitization, I think this is the biggest story out of India. India's global reputation is built on the back of software exports. From literally nothing, 3 billion dollars in 99. Last year was 150 billion, and this year I think it will be 165 to 170 billion, if not more. And uh, sitting in Pune, you guys can feel it because Pune is also one of the hub for the software development. And uh, there, you must be seeing what's happening with the any other companies which are there in the software. Uh, dollar inflows and forex is now actually India story started with the bankruptcy of India in '91. Today we are talking about 650 billion dollars of 641 billion dollars of reserve. So this 17 percent compounded growth now Indian can actually have. You know, kind of a stand up in any global forum and say that my currency is as solid as any other currency. It will never default. So that uh, that uh, build-up is quite massive. Interest rates are declining and it's getting aligned with the global interest rates. I mean, corporates have never had so good. They have never seen 90 days money at four percent or even lower than that. I mean, we can borrow it for four and a half percent. I think top-notch corporates are borrowing at three, three and a half percent. And current account deficit is also flat. Uh, in fact, last year was surplus. So now I think it is not going to go to 2, 2.5%, two 3%. Percent, percent. Then you have the most stable government in place. I mean, after 30 years, we got a stable government. And the benefit of that is yet to come because for five years, they spent in understanding the economy and getting uh, into it. And they cleaned up all the mess. And now I think we are, going to, we are in for the payoff from the stable government. So expectation from the government is that no business to build business, minimum government, maximum governance, and kickstart the growth. So this is all going to happen in the years, uh, in the days to come. And COVID is a temporary blip. This is the beginning of the beginning. Of the end has started. In fact, uh, we wrote it a few, few months back. But now I think we can clearly see things. Uh, that fear is there a third way because America is still going through. So yes, there is a good chance, 20, 30% chance, I would say, we could have third wave but uh, i think one we have vaccinated big time or vaccinating big time so it will clearly be muted, and uh, i don't think we are going to see it's not about the covid it is about the uh, the uh, the close down the country closed down the commerce broke down the jobs broke down consumers broke down so that that cycle is not going to come back I, I think we are through that i mean i don't know whether we are through the covid but i think we are through the the uh, the uh, The the draconium time in economics we have gone through. I don't think that is going to come back. So so Sunsex can hit 2 lakhs in 10 years, required CAGR is just about 15%. So 10 years back it was less than 20,000 and now it is uh, 57, 58,000. So basically when we did this number March 21, it was 10% CAGR. So why we are saying 15%? In last 40 years, it is 15.6%. I mean. And uh, the way it has gone is the most optimistic is in the first two decades, it was 20% component. Third decade was 13, fourth was 10. So you can say it could be 8. But I would say, I would think if we are able to grow at about 7% 8% GDP, then we, the most pessimistic would be 10% component and most optimistic would be 20%. But I would uh, put it at about 15 percent which gives me about 2 lakh in the next uh, 10 years. But even if we hit say 170, 180, broadly we are on the way. So uh, how 2 lakh can happen, 12 to 30% normal GDP growth rate, 7 plus 5, corporate profit growth is slightly higher than GDP growth rate, market growth broadly in line with the corporate profit growth, and 15% CAGR over 10 years 4x, so 50,000 to 4 is 2 lakh lakh, uh, type of numbers. That's how the calculation was done. And uh, it's not going to happen in straight line, don't mistake me. There are going to be crashes, there are going to be corrections. And that some of them could be very deep. You know, you see that. So it expands. When it starts expanding, it over expands, It corrects, it pulls back. And then when it pulls back, it more than required pullback. Then again, from there. So market doesn't have that precise control. Like in your car or in some machines, you have the precise control of controlling. No, it is all emotional. So emotions cannot be controlled. So emotions go heavier at times or emotions go greed and fear. Markets are greedy, it becomes nuts. When markets are fearful, you know what happens. So uh, uh, so uh, today, the kind of liquidity we have, and the kind of demand we have, the IPOs are going at the prices, which is clearly optimistic. But there will be days, I mean, we have seen six months back, there was no IPOs, because the markets were so depressed. So, you know, you go through all kinds of markets, and, but final destination could be, uh, 2 lakhs in next 10 years. so <clears throat> so i think uh, there are a lot of uh, this it looks to be very big you know i mean there is a second y2k kind of situation so could be uh, i mean it can catapult in the next 5 years from 150 billion dollar export to maybe 250 300 billion dollar that can change the complete structure of the uh, country and it might change the the bargaining power of the country and bargaining power of the currency itself so that's a kind of a, uh, di- di- digital power uh, uh, house of the world because entire uh, digital transformation, enablers of digital transformations are all the services companies. They only do all the things. So uh, like say, if MCX wants to do something digital or new platform, whom they are approaching, they are approaching TCS or Infosys, whatever. So that's how I think this entire thing is gonna be big. And we are, India is extremely well positioned in cash on this particular digital opportunity of next 10, 15 years. Private banking. I mean, this migration, value migration story from public sector to private sector is one third complete. I think that two thirds completion will happen in next 10 years. So this is a big time for private sector banks. Same is going to happen in life insurance companies. So uh, all the open up plays. And uh, so what are the risks? Inflation risk leading to global monetary tightening, global shocks black swans, unpredictable event like COVID or say bankruptcy in China. So I don't know from the risks are are there. You cannot write anywhere. If you can write it, they're not the risk, let me tell you. The risk is the one which you can't even fathom from where it will come. But I know for sure it will come. So be prepared for it. Uh, knowing is not important. Knowing that risk will come and hit you from behind. That is guaranteed. So it will come. So be ready for that. So. Mantra to make money is have vision, courage, and have patience to uh, to see ups and downs both. I mean, it is not patience if you if you are staying invested in good time. The really real patience is you remain invested in bad time, and that decides your upside return. So conclusions: India is ultimate next year opportunity. Key indicators are very prov- uh, vari- uh, favorable. COVID is a temporary blip, which I think we are behind at least in terms of. Rekonian closed down and Sensex can hit to uh, 2 lakhs in 10 years. Thanks. We, uh, we can uh, take the questions and... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, correct. Thank you, uh, uh, Ramdaji. It was a very insightful presentation. Uh, I'm sure the investor community could manage to get a lot of insights today. So we'll uh, open the forum for q a So in case you have questions, please type in your questions in Q&A box. Uh, anything with regards to PPT or otherwise. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to read a few questions. Uh, The first question comes from Mr. Vijay, is this the time to worry more at current valuations of Indian markets? What's your take?
1: You should always be worried when you're buying stocks because the stock doesn't know who's buying or selling or stock doesn't know what is the price of the stock. So you know what I'm saying is that it's a very. Uh, you have to go through your process of uh, uh, buying right and sitting tight, so uh, so you have to be always alert. It's not a depressed market for sure where everything is available cheap. No. This is a market where a lot of companies are very expensive and quite a few companies are cheap also. So you have to be knowing your stuff. You should know the difference between price and value. You have to do your homework and uh, be cautious, but it's not the market to remain away.
0: That yeah, so next question is from Mr. Ravindra. He's saying, good evening, sir. Is really our economy strong that is reflecting in the nifty or there is something which we can't see? As uh, civil has impacted, uh, he wanted to write, I think, COVID. COVID has impacted lives of many people. So mm-hmm. is this level are, uh, you think is sustainable?
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, frankly speaking, I don't know if it's sustainable or it can go up or it can go down. Market is not going to stay where it is. I mean, uh, six months henceforth, either it will be thousand points up or thousand points down. So that's the nature of the market. Uh, uh, Stocks can behave very differently. Uh, But yes, you have to have caution. bit of uh, the level of IPO activity, the kind of liquidity which is there, some of the the things happening to the stocks, they're a little, you know, 40%, 50% 40%, 50% up in a day. These are signs of uh, exuberance. Clearly, they are signs of exuberance. So you have to be cautious. You are going to the Mela. So there is a fun in the Mela. But at the same, it doesn't mean if the uh, the Mela is crowded, that's why you will not go. The very fun is that Mela. You know, so you have to go to the Mela to enjoy the Mela. Uh, but you have to be care- careful. Somebody can pickpocket uh, from you. So
0: don't, don't uh,
1: you know.
0: Sure, sure, understood. So obviously, there would be a risk involved in it. So as we uh, travel the journey together. So next question is interesting uh, uh, from coming from Mr. Rajneesh. He said that all the good quality QGLP stocks, uh, if you look at Ramdev in your portfolio, they're all trading at 30, 40, 50, even 60 PEs. So do you think that they will still compound from these levels? That's the
1: funny part. It does compound. And actually, we are also surprised by some of the great companies have compounded 24-25%. Uh, they are large elephants. Uh, quality, of course, expensive. But uh, I think they are really surprised, my expectation in terms of how well they have done over a period of time. So, yes, that potential is still there. And nobody knows how well the economy will do. I'm telling you. What economy will do, which sector will do, how uh, how much uh, How much, uh, how much growth is ahead in a company from a given level? And in some cases, yes, they are optimistic and they're priced in, but not everywhere. So there is always an opportunity to uh, find one where you have an edge in understanding the company and the future and don't do anything in the market till you understand. If you are fearful, there's no point in entering the market. Just stay out. Whenever you feel comfortable, then you enter or you can do SIP. I mean, by for next five years, I mean, going to Pass more than five to
0: Yeah, next question is coming from Mr. Sajan Gupta. He's from Kolkata. I personally know him, Ramadhyo Ji. In fact, he bought his first talk in the year of 1981. He's still holding on to it, which is hmm. ITC. So I was telling him that because I've done a lot of road shows with Ramadhyo Ji. If you would have come and spoken and told him this fact, he would have hugged you. So, because you know, you you kind of hold on to this stock and you held on to it for a longer period of time, so you understand the power of compounding. So he's asking that what is the difference between uh, digital and software companies?
1: Let me ask him first question. I think his stock must be up ten thousand times. Let's figure out whether it has happened or not.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll open him one second. Yeah.
1: Uh, one second, sir. He's just um, joining
0: it. I think there's some uh, technical issue. He might join, sir. In the meantime, we'll take a few more okay. questions. No, no, question.
1: We'll
0: finish up what he had asked. What is that? So he asked about, uh, but uh, he's not there now. I think he's rejoining the call. So we'll answer that in two minutes, sir. In the meantime, okay. I'm taking one more question. Uh, so, next question is from Mr. Sanjay Pandit, he's asking, can we get the copy of the presentation? Yeah, we'll get that. Uh, next is, so what? what is the role of diversification in getting 15% CAGA that you talked about? How many stocks are idle in one portfolio? So,
1: so if you are the manager, you should have the number of stocks which you understand. I mean, if you understand 10 stocks, better have 10 stocks only. because then understanding is what? The underlying risk of the, each and company, you are fairly well aware of it, you know? So uh, if you know five stocks, it is better to have five stocks, if you are personally managing. But since we manage public money in large quantity, we have to have 20-25 stocks because the benefit of diversification is, uh, is optimized at about 15 to 17 stocks. So uh, but you can take a little extra risk by having eight, 10 stocks or 12 stocks if you know them well. So that's a thought process, and uh, having beyond I mean beyond 15, 17 stocks is I think too, too, too much I mean you will not have any further benefit of diversification. In fact, you lose the focus.
0: Next question is uh, uh, what really drives P multiples and how much of it it is speculation according to your.
1: Yeah, so this is a subject nobody has any grip on. In the sense that I know what what drives a P multiple, but uh, whether the given P multiple is right or wrong, it's anybody's mind. See, you are see how the stock price is built. It is today's opinion, today's price, tomorrow's opinion, tomorrow's price. So today's opinion is uh, if you think that today's opinion is that uh, uh, the the X company is going to grow at 25 percent or 30 percent for next 10 years, 25 percent for 10 years. So obviously, market is not going to leave that much return on the table. So, what market will do? Say and the stock is trading at 25p, but suddenly people realize that it's going to grow at 25% for next 10 years. The stock will not trade at 25p. It will quickly go to more like 50 to 75p, 75p. And then the terminal P multiple after 10 years will again be uh, will again be looking at if the next 10 years from 11 to 20 is going to be say. 15%, Fifteen percent. Then the MLP on two uh, thousand uh, after ten years will be more like fifteen or twenty. But today the payment will go to seventy-five, and the continuously it can come down at fifteen. So that's what is gonna. That's how the market dynamically works. Uh, in fact, it it leaves said twelve to thirteen percent return on the table, and balance whatever they can see that that is built into the payment. Yeah, if can, Mr. Sajjan
0: Gupta has joined in. Uh, Can you, Mr. Gupta, can you unmute yourself? Uh, He's saying that the stock has grown by 30,000 times. So, uh, uh, over to you, Mr. Gupta.
2: Yeah, I purchased Asian paint in 1983 or 84 in 1000 rupees. Today it is uh, almost equal to 3 crore rupees. Uh, This is your normal Asian paints? I'm having Asian paints. Uh, you said asian pira itc because uh, you are saying i IT, yeah itc also he had correct mr gupta right mr gupta
0: my ipo ipo me liya tha aapne
2: ha ipo liya tha 50 share mile the. 23 rupees per share me about 1000 rupees so tab se that has uh, 50 has become almost 10000 shares today so value is around uh, 2 2 and a half to 3 crores
0: so kitne times ho gaya sir according to you
2: 30, 30 times thirty thousand times.
1: thirty thousand times plus dividend. That he is not counting. How much dividend he must be getting now? On a three course, he must be getting three to four lakhs of his dividend. yes Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So he's injured lakhs and lakhs almost a crore of his dividend, also. So that he's not counting. So
0: that so <laughs> this
1: so is you, called power so of <laughs> hai, uh, Right now, the the way ITC is priced. Again, it is back to pavilion in terms of valuation. At 20 p, it is the same as it was in 80s.
0: Yeah, in terms of valuations.
1: Yeah, and future is all ahead. It is monopoly. So, here, market has a are
0: the are you ready to cash on that? You can ask a question, Mr. Gupta. Please go ahead.
2: My question was, uh, what is the difference between digital companies and the uh, software companies? And which are digital companies in India and USA as on today? Yeah, so I, I'll tell you my
1: limited understanding of both. Uh, software companies in India, they're headcount driven companies, they're services companies. They're not, they're digital, digital enablers. So they are plumbers of the digital companies. So uh, digital companies are companies, which are taking uh, which are exploiting the power of uh, uh, power of uh, internet and they are able to complete the entire process of uh, uh, customer acquisition uh, delivery and customer satisfaction customer and everything happens digitally so there is no interface with the, uh, with the products and services so those are digital companies like say google uh, you are you, on internet you go to google use the google look at the uh, their advertisement you pay for the advertisement and a tax service, So that's a digital company, classic digital company. But TCS, Infosys, they're headcount driven companies. And uh, if Google wants to get anything done, they
2: will go to TCS and TCS might do project for them. So that's a fundamental difference. Mr. In, in India, as and today, there is no digital company. No,
1: now digital companies are coming up slowly. I mean, uh, even uh, say Zerudha as a broking company, it's a digital broking company. You know, there is no interface between the company and uh, customer. So uh, I mean, there is no physical intervention of uh, anybody. So there are a lot of businesses which are becoming software as SaaS, you know, that company got listed in uh, 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 SaaS, that uh, company which got listed in US, fresh work or something. So that's a digital company. Uh, Zometo to a large extent is a digital company, you know, there is a physical, uh, what do you call it, delivery but uh, everything, for you, it, it exists only on the, net, uh, the same internet. So, oh,
0: yeah.
1: so uh, it's only through the app. So, all these app-based businesses are digital businesses. Actually, in real life, I think every business is digital. Some processes within the company or outside, there will be physical effort. But uh, uh, but so long, if you look at from the customer's point of view, if there is no... Uh, Uh, physical interface, then I think uh, it's a digital company.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, So any other question, Mr. Gupta?
2: No, that's all at the moment.
0: So what are the stocks you
2: bought, Mr. Gupta? I'm having many, maybe as on today, around 300 uh, stocks, 300 company stocks. Uh, Maybe out of 300, 250, maybe zero. But 50 are uh, 50 of each, each of them is more than one lakh, 10 lakh, one crore, like that.
1: Uh-huh. Any other
2: memorable stock you have? Uh, Mr. Asian paint is one, PD Light is another one. Then recently I bought uh, Astral, which has become 1,000 times in about 10 years. Uh-huh. Then many, many more companies, Reliance I'm having uh, from, I think, 80, 1980. So uh-huh. it has also become a very big quantity. So what do you store. look for when you buy stuff? What do you look for? Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, uh, I see everything. Actually, uh, you cannot say only one or two things. Management is mo- the most important, which I understood now. At that time, I was not able to understand. Huh. But now, management is the top priority. Then, uh, future expectations, etc. I'm engineer. I understand something. Uh, about all these things, hmm. so like that.
0: Very good. Thank you.
2: Thank so, you, Gupta Ji.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll promote you back to attendees, Guptaji Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next question is a, a personal question from uh, Vikas Vikas uh, uh, He is saying that, sir, since you have achieved so much in your life. So what
1: is the passion and goal now? But now the real fun starts now. I mean, uh only I mean now you can really do the uh, justice with the wealth God has uh, you know interested in me. So that part, that passionate part, you know, how do we give give back to society? Uh, giving back is one thing, but how do how do we bring changes in the, in terms of society, can we do something big uh, with the help of this money, that that would be, I mean, we should become as passionate about giving and utilizing that money by way of giving, that would be, I think, real fun, because you can keep adding the numbers, I mean, adding 5,000 plus, 10,000 plus, so that's the now I'm getting a little more emboldened on that. So we'll get to see in the next five, 10 years. What...
0: Next question is, uh, which are the two, three, four sectors you think will continue to do better in next 10 years?
1: I think basic structure. I mean, one is of course new digital. All the digital companies are going to do very well because see till about, I would say till about 2000, I think this, uh, India was a very, uh, very poor, And it was not externally looking, it was the consumers were all in India and businesses were built for India. But now we can very definitely look at the world thanks to software uh, and software companies were the ones which are clearly uh, global, like Infosys, TCS, Tech, Capgemini, all these companies are absolutely cognizant and all, they are completely global companies. So uh, so India is $3 trillion economy. So my size of opportunity is limited to $3 trillion. But when the moment I go global, my opportunity size is 90 trillion. So in next 10, 15 years, the world will become like 140, 150 trillion. And anything which is global and has an edge, has that exponential opportunity to really grow and remain profitable because uh, successful companies from India, they are doing more like 50, 60% operating margin for the exports. And they can do a lot, of, for us, a billion or 2 billion looks very big, but in the global market price, this billion, two billion dollar turnover, they are at best they are small mid, mid-sized companies. So I think the opportunity size is growing. So we have to find businesses which are digital, which are global, and which have a good profitability characteristics. And I think those companies will do wonderfully. well. So that's one segment which is going to, I would be very, very aligned to uh, uh, digital and global companies coming from
2: India.
0: You have some existing PMS clients also, so can you throw some more lights on your PMS, sir? Your team, the PMS team, now because there was some underperformance in between, but we saw that there is a huge bounce back in terms of performance. So where it is headed, and uh, any any thoughts on that?
1: See, I would not like to comment on performance cycle because performance also cycle. You can't be doing, I mean, like uh, in eight years, four years, you are you the heroes of the market. So obviously. It wasn't to mean happened in two, three years, we have underperformed. So again, the same managers, they're coming back. Now, how much they'll come back, uh, that only time will tell. But I'm quite sure performance is cyclical. Overall, we'll do very well. And uh, uh, so that's not an issue. If you, see, if you see the total of underperformance and outperformance, I think all the products are outperforming from since inception. So after paying the fees. So I don't think that character will change for a period of time. That will definitely be the same or maybe even better because the bad performance or underperformance performance uh, makes you think again and then change your style, stock portfolio and things like that. And uh, so we are standing in the process. Uh, there is a new CEO, namina Agrawal, and uh, he's much more uh, much more on the management side, I mean portfolio management, investment side rather than on sales marketing. So the focus is a lot more on the uh, bringing together the, uh, the team and uh, improving the processes, and uh, our own understanding of the stocks, our own reach to the companies are much deeper. Uh, uh, so I think uh, the passion is there in the team. Uh, individually, people are very passionate, and QGLP process is there, uh, through which we uh, select the stocks. So I think on the whole, uh, uh, it's a fair place to really, you know, because in equities, if you do, uh, reasonably well, uh, then it's a matter of compounding to the patients which will really, which really plays in your favour, you know, and uh, that compounding cannot be done unless you bring the patients. So that is more important than uh, anything else. Of course, we'll keep trying to uh, become as big, as better as possible.
0: Next question is, should it be value or PMS or IOP B2, which one do you advise?
1: This is for Vikas to answer. I mean, Vikas is much better. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in no position to tell any on this.
0: Yeah. So I think one should stick to asset allocation. Will I'll take this question offline with you. Uh, uh, next question is whether Indian equities will grow better or the international equities uh, would do better in, in next ten years.
1: I see. We have this product called Nasdaq ETF. So Nasdaq is a you know kind of a frontier for all the. New growth companies from all over the world. So I would say that is one product which one should have somewhat in the portfolio. Slowly, since you can buy it like any other mutual fund, you can you must have some. And as you experience going forward, I think see India is, in, India has that very unique opportunity of uh, being able to grow at seven eight percent for many years to come. You know, so don't undermine Indian companies that. way. And then in, within India, then digital companies. So that. Index will come. India's, you know, IT index or maybe digital company index will come in next one year or so. I think you must pile on to those indices or those companies.
0: Next question is: Should we invest in uh, ETFs, passive man- man- managers, or active managers? Uh,
1: see, uh, see, active manager. If if you want to just get the market return and uh, you don't want to bother about choosing the manager, you know, which manager is good or bad. You don't have a competence to judge the manager. Then, of course, ETF is very good. And uh, it will do a reasonably good job. I would say 80-90% job is done. That extra return of 1% or 2% or 3%, which uh, you are supposed to get from the market, that only active manager can get. And that's where I think of Vikas also comes. And uh, he can definitely help you in guiding you how much, ETF, if at all, or how much active and where the active should be deployed.
0: Certainly, in country like India, where next 10-15 years we see we are able to visualize this kind of growth, I am overconfident that these active managers would able to generate slightly additional right. alpha yeah. in the strategies. But I think that's
1: where the AIF, AIF particularly, is very good because they are kind of a softly uh pros three years, five years. So what happens is it gives us that leeway to the manager not to look at every day look at 3 to 5 years and you know buy and hold for 5 years so that gives a huge edge in terms of product uh, innovation
0: yeah so what we'll do is we'll then may take two or three last questions if you're okay yeah. yeah so next question is what's your take on electronic vehicles sector particularly
1: yeah that's the future i mean that is bound to come maybe uh uh, how fast it will come, only time will tell, I don't think it is going to happen tomorrow. It will, I mean, even by the best of the positions, 10% in 25, 30% in 2030, by that time markets will be two, three types. So uh, yes, we will see the advent of this coming in. And uh, even world's biggest markets are not, I mean, not done much in the sense that there are also it is few percentages. So it is going to be a, it is not going to be a, a sudden change, but it will take 10, 15 years of slow and sure. Uh, uh, what do you call it? transformation of this entire vehicle industry vehicle is needed, but uh, whether it will be i. c. or whether it will be uh, e v that uh, you know over a period of time e. v. is the way to go, and there are also a lot of technological innovation happening and uh, so uh, I think writing on the wall is clear that i c. engine over a period of time is on the way out.
0: Yeah, next question is from Mr. Pandit. Uh, He's asking that widespread job creation is going to be a key driver in enabling sustainable income savings and consumption. So, what's your outlook on employment industry?
1: See, when the markets are bullish, we talk very bullish on every front. I mean, of course, job is one of the things. And actually, because of COVID, a lot of jobs have been lost. So I think uh, next one or two years it will take for the old jobs to come back. You know, so that itself, so net new job creation will be maybe in the top end, it will be there, but uh, at the bottom end, I think it will take another one or two years for it to come to normalcy. And then from there, depending on the eight uh, percent growth we are talking about, I think then will start, the job machine will start. But yes, the government's focus is there on the job creation. And uh, and uh, I, I hope this uh, job creation engine starts. Otherwise, none of the growth is going to sustain. The
0: jobs have to be created. Okay. uh Next question is from Mr. Uh, Mehan. Uh, how do you decide when to sell the stock in your portfolio? So you bought Birla Corp at 50 because it was cheap that point of time, but at 500 rupees it might have looked expensive. Uh, still, you did not sell. So what is the logic? Ah, uh,
1: yeah. So it was dirt cheap. You know, one of the one of the things I've seen as a private investor, the advantage is so high is that you bring unlimited patience and you don't want to, because if you give money to me when i when i decide when to buy and sell when but when you you have you buy your own stock then nobody can ask you question when to sell and buy and that's where i think the difference is being made uh, you are you bought it so cheap so there is a purchase price comfort though stock is marked to market every day but when i think back about billa Corp. Uh, in 2003 i bought it 13 bucks so abhi 13 rupaye mein khareeda kya dekhne ka kitna hi dhilan aayega aur kitna hi lihran aayega aur jab hi 7 7 million to 10 million 7 8 million tha 10 million tha abhi 15 16 million tak ho gaya abhi kal ka age mein bola aur 30 million tak ho jayega to abhi baith raho kabhi koi so <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I was I was lucky to get that prize. And then again I should become lucky to get some extraordinary price.
0: Yeah. Last question, Amdeji. So before we conclude the session, uh, uh, so you you talked about Sensex to be at two lakhs, uh, you know, <coughs> on the line. So you think that India now is in a position to take all the decisions right the way China took during 2002-2003 times?
1: And yeah, because market economy, And the stock market is not connected that much. Connected of course, what happens to the country happens to the stock market. But on a one year basis, two year basis, three year. When we had the worst government, we had the biggest boom. So as I direct that, the 95, 97, 2000, we had the coalition government, useless government. But you saw the boom of 2000, you saw the boom of 2008, complete coalition politics, scam uh, in politics, but uh, 2G scam where but, you but market has its own trajectory. You know, market is seeing the future. So I don't know what uh, what drives the market inherently, but uh, the day-to-day, the uh, macroeconomics don't connect with the market. Market has liquidity issues. Market has the optimism issue. China has all the money in India. See, there are only two segments. Gora, uh, sorry, The foreigners, Indians. Indians may upper institutions and retail. Ab usme se foreigners, they are selling, retail is buying. Retail is basically buying in India. We are buyers, foreigners are sellers. But just See, today why IQs are high? Because foreigners also want to buy, we also want to buy. The sellers are only promoters. So this is what I mean. I don't know how exactly uh, this will shape up finally in the next two, three years, five years. But looking at too much of macro in the short run is not the way to look at the markets. I'm
0: clear. So in a way that it does not have direct correlation with any government that you look at, so it is beyond that. So, but then uh, you think that the Modi government took more time than what was expected out of them to clean up the economy. They say that seven, eight years ago. and then you had 2018, 19, which used to, which was like worst time for India to, uh, from an equity market perspective. <laughs>
1: I am go See So uh, you know this uh, optimism uh, uh, in, optimism in our mind doesn't guarantee that performance will come. You know, sometimes the performance is significantly better than your own optimism. Sometimes it is worse than your optimism. So life is like that. You know, I mean, today uh, if the markets are thousand points, you you think very differently. When markets are down five thousand points, you you don't know. I mean, you are scolding everybody, your family, your government, your country, everything. So, wo that opinion, keep. But you have to be controlled. If you, have to at the back of it. Ki, bhai, I you should not be jubilant when you have made too much, and you should not be pessimistic when you have lost a little bit. You know, so that's the way to. I mean, I would think in India eight eight, nine percent GDP growth is I mean we cannot sustain nine percent and we cannot go below five percent. So you you're a passes art percenter, that's the band for the market. I mean, if India goes at eight percent and the market goes to the roof, be very careful. Or Pamash Maya go and bet the house.
0: Understood. So, with that, no, no more questions. So, thank you, Ramdeji, for joining the call. Thanks, Vikas. Thank, thank everyone who joined in. So, thank you so much. I hope you found this session very insightful. We'll be sharing the copy of the presentation with all of you. So, thank you. Thank you, Ramdeji. Thank you.